0: Hello and welcome back to the Healing Waves podcast where we dive into the connection between emotional upbringing and physical and mental well-being and how we can heal our mind, body, and soul holistically. I am your host, Amy Zhang, and this is episode 31. So as promised, I am doing a part two to the previous episode on how I shifted my money mindset and manifested a job that met my expectations. So last week's episode was just too good, you know, to not have a part two, because I feel like I've gone through this huge uh, transformation. And when it comes to uh, financials, we've been taught that talking about money is taboo and that the less we know about money, the better, especially as women. So healing my relationship with money has been a crucial part of my healing journey overall, because It's an energy that's so important to keep circulating. So we're going to dive deep into that a lot in this episode. So I hope that you are doing so well. Last week's full moon was the first full moon where I actually felt really good and just really peaceful. Um, I usually feel tired and fatigued around a full moon and, you know, can experience some anxiety too, just depending on what I'm going through. Um, but it's actually normal to feel that way due to the pull of the moon, and the moon is also a time to just slow down and just release what's no longer serving you. Like, I am not an astrologist <laughs> by any means, um, but I think it's so interesting, you know, learning about the position of the moon and how we are affected by it. Um, the full moon was on Saturday, and we had gone out with friends to play some mini golf and. I will tell you, I am normally not the kind of person who goes out in the evening or at night anymore because I have a bedtime now. You know, we're, we're adults here. <laughs> um, I also don't love driving at night either. Just the thought of it, you know, makes me nervous. Um, but the mini golf place we went to was super crowded. And normally I would feel a little nervous and a little anxious because that's a lot of energy in the same room. But instead of feeling like super anxious and nervous, I actually felt so, so good. It was like this feeling of pure bliss. Like, yes, there's all these people around me. There's all these different energies. um, But I felt so good. And the thing is, I'm definitely a sensitive person. And I feel like the more sensitive we are, which is not a bad thing by any means, um but you know as a sensitive person we tend to take on other people's energy without even knowing it um but i had so much fun and i actually had energy to go out so it just goes to show how much healing that i have done and how much healing i've done on my nervous system like that is so so important and i remember um i want to say about a year ago or a year and a half ago um, we were out at a restaurant uh, with some friends, and, of course, this mini-golf place was a lot bigger than that restaurant. So I was really shocked and just surprised at myself. Um, but we were at this restaurant, and I remember just feeling a bit off. Like, the nerves and some anxiety started to come up a little bit, but um, it was just weird because I didn't know why, because I had done so much healing at that point too. Um, But then later on, you know, after coming home from the restaurant, I was like, it's because that restaurant was just so crowded. I was taking on other people's energies and not even knowing it. And that can be very overwhelming to someone who is sensitive. So I really surprised myself. You know, I went out, you know, Saturday night or it was was more like Saturday evening-ish and The mini golf place was super crowded. I mean, I'm talking people everywhere. And this mini golf place was two floors too. So um, it was so crowded. People were everywhere. And, you know, um, it didn't take long to get our food, thankfully. I think that was something that I was a little concerned about. But I decided to go into the night just not being worried about that stuff. You know, usually I'm like, I'm such a planner. But I think ever since I've dove deeper into my healing journey, there's a lot of things that I feel like we tend to want to control and then we tend to spiral when we can't control it, you know, so I knew that I was healing when I just let go of all that control. I wanted to have fun with my friends um, and just have a good night overall. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so yeah, that's a little update (laughs) about my weekend and just like, it just goes to show healing really is not a linear journey, but you know, you start to see glimmers of your healing and just how far you have come over time. So if you are someone who is either just beginning or you're just, you know, very early in your healing journey, I promise you will get there. It just takes time. It takes consistency And it takes patience with yourself as well. So as always, before we dive in, I like to remind everyone that the content in my podcast is not medical advice. I am not trying to get sued. I'm just sharing what's worked for me and what I believe we should be educated on in the first place to prevent chronic illness. Another thing that I want to mention in every single episode regarding the topic of emotionally immature and narcissistic parents is that I love my parents. I appreciate everything that they have done for me over the years. I understand that they have worked very hard to ensure that my sister and I have a better life, and I will always have that love for them, but I am not responsible for any actions that they have taken in their own life or for their emotions. And additionally, anything that I talk about on this topic is not to promote black sheep behavior. I know I often joke about being the black sheep in the family, but like not in a negative way. Like I'm not putting all the blame on my parents for everything that has gone wrong in my life because there are things that are completely on me. And this is also not a pity party for me or for anyone else going through similar situations. Like this is just me shining a light on this topic because of how many traumatized adults we have in this world because of the environment they were raised in with emotionally immature parents. So in the last episode, I talked a lot about how growing up in a narcissistic household can really impact your relationship with money and how you handle money a lot. So just a quick recap. So we're expected to know basically everything coming out of the womb, you know, when you grow up in a narcissistic family, um, with emotionally immature parents and, you know, finances are included in that, um, You know, our parents think that the education system is supposed to teach us how to manage our finances, but we all know the education system is so corrupt. So we are not taught how to manage our finances or how to invest or, you know, how to really do anything to make our money work for us. And there's so many other reasons as to why we, especially women and marginalized communities are not taught anything about money And this has a profound impact on how we view money. Um, So when I first started to heal my relationship with money and how I managed my own finances, I felt so much shame and guilt for not knowing better and doing better. You know, I constantly compared myself to others who were my age and making way more and or have successful businesses. And here I was, you know, I had literally just lost my job, no emergency fund or savings to back me up. And I had no understanding of any of my investment accounts. Um, you know, we are just told like when we get a job, you know, uh, the company uh, will do like a 6% or 7% uh, 401k match. And we're just we're just told that, to, hey, put money away for retirement but we're not told about how the account actually works. So I felt like a complete failure and I I just felt so shitty about my situation. Like no one tells you how it feels to lose a job and how that can cause just so much grief. And then on top of all the emotions I was feeling, you know, around being unemployed, you know, my financial situation was also just so shitty. Like I said, I had no emergency fund, no savings, and just no knowledge of how to manage my finances um, or what accounts worked best for my situation and how I could get my money to work for me. And I blamed myself for the longest time, which just caused me even more stress and anxiety. And if you've been with me from the beginning of my podcast, you know how hard I have worked to heal. You know all the chronic symptoms that i was experiencing and then of course stress and anxiety which wreaks havoc on the body um i was experiencing so much of these emotions and i just felt like the universe had all of these events happen to me you know to teach me something even though at the time um i didn't know why Uh, you know at the time it was a lot of you know why me like i don't get it but now you know looking in hindsight it absolutely all makes sense and I feel like everyone will be unemployed at some point in their life. You know, there's, there's no shame in it whatsoever. But, like, you can't control what these companies are, are doing. You know, if they decide to lay off half of their workforce, which, you know, is going on <laughs> as I'm speaking right now. Like, this is huge in a lot of these industries. Um, you know, during unemployment, I just saw how much I tied myself to a job. And how much I was neglecting my own needs. Like I was not taking care of myself. And it's really, really easy to get caught up in working and putting so much time towards something, you know, you're getting paid to do. So when you no longer have it because they forced you to leave, you don't know what to do. Like I literally didn't know who I was without a job. And that was the scary part. Um, You know, I had done all this healing and I thought I was really on a great path. Um, but then as soon as I lost my job, I, I didn't know what to do. Um, I thought, you know, with healing and, you know, balancing a full-time job that I really was getting somewhere. And then, you know, when the job was taken away from me, I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. You know, like I didn't know who I was. And the thing is like, I had done so much healing to where, I really thought I was more further along than I actually was. And the thing is, like, when you have a very, very demanding job, um, of course, like, when it comes to healing, your healing journey may not, I guess, move forward as much as you want it to because you are balancing a full-time job that is very demanding. Um, So like I mentioned, you know, it's so easy to just get caught up in working and putting so much time towards something you're getting paid to do. So like when you no longer have it, you're just like, okay, what do I do now? You know, like I literally didn't know who I was without a job. Um, So aside from like teaching myself about how to manage my financials better, I was also doing a lot of soul searching and just figuring out who I was. You know, now that I had this time back to myself, um, it really essentially forced me to look deep inside and to really connect back to myself because I didn't realize how out of touch I was with myself and my own intuition when I was working a super demanding job. Um, because at the end end of the day, like, yes, we all need to work and make money to pay our bills and keep a roof over our head and keep ourselves fed. Um, and I think during this time, which was actually very, very recent, um, this really taught me that healing is not linear. It just reinforced that, you know, I already knew that healing is not a linear journey. Um, but just, you know, when certain situations happen, it just really forces me to see like, okay, like it really is not like, this is an, a demonstration of it. You know, we all go through different experiences in life that may not make sense at first, and it really does force us to shift our mindset. You know, I very much had a victim mindset at that point in my life. So instead of focusing on what this time was teaching me, I was just so anxious about the future and just feared the unknown. And spoiler alert, you know, you know, being anxious and fearing the unknown and being so tied up in that fear, it doesn't make the situation any better. Um, and I had always wondered like, how, how do people pull themselves out of shitty situations like this? Um, and it's just so, it's so challenging to really relate until you're in it yourself and you have nowhere else to turn. Um, my mindset was really the first thing that I knew that I needed to shift. Because I could not wake up every day and choose to be a victim. You know, you always have to come back and be a victor. Um, that is <laughs> a part of an episode I did with Hannah Carroll, who is a mindset coach, um, and I absolutely love that she had said that on that podcast episode because that stuck with me a lot. Um, and I knew that staying in like this victim mentality. And a woe is me mentality mindset was not going to get me anywhere. So even on days where I didn't feel like moving forward, I knew I had to do something, even if it was just something small. So I was extremely overworked at my previous job. So the first thing was just taking this time to rest and not feel guilty about it was very, very important. And just knowing, like, okay, I no longer had to return back to a toxic work environment and that I can just rest and, you know, just work on healing that part of myself. The second thing I did was to make sure that I was still properly nourishing myself with nutrient-dense food, hydrating on a cellular level, and working on my sleep. Um, Of course, since I had shifted my diet and lifestyle, um, this was not a hard thing for me to do. Um, the third thing was of course, to make sure that I was moving my body. It's just so easy to lay in bed or on the couch all day. And don't get me wrong. We all deserve time to do that because life is fucking hard sometimes, but it should not be this reoccurring thing. So of course, lots of walking, low intensity movement, like stretching, yoga, Pilates, rebounding, this all has a positive impact on the body and don't let anyone tell you that only in high intensity workouts give you results because they don't always do. Um, especially when you already have like elevated cortisol levels yet, like your hormones are imbalanced. No low intensity workouts. And I just knew at the end of the day, something is better than nothing. So there are some days where I only wanted to move for like 10 minutes so what, what I would do is just, you know, rebound for 10 minutes and hey, that is better than nothing. I really was at the time just trying to make sure that my body was still taken care of, even though I was still healing emotionally, which if you've listened to my previous episodes like that is extremely challenging. The fourth thing I did was dive deep into self-development, just really figuring out why I am the way that I am. And why I react the way I do. Like why certain things trigger me. And just really healing that part of myself. And a lot of that has to do with nervous system regulation. So lots of journaling. Releasing old habits and patterns that just no longer served me. Um, There's this book that I dove into um, that uh, Hannah Carroll, the mindset coach that I had on my podcast, recommended to me a while ago. Um, The book is called The Creating Money, and this has helped me so much, like not just in a financial aspect, but just mindset overall for life, like what you want to do with your career, like whether you are working at a corporate job or if you are creating something of your own, it has so much just just good life advice, you know, like. Um, I'll tag this book, uh, in the description, but I still refer to the book. Like I'm done reading it and everything, but there are passages that I have highlighted and bookmarked because every, anytime I start to feel like I'm out of touch with myself or my intuition, I just go back to this book and read really like just any part. Like sometimes what I'll do is I'll just turn the book to a random page And whatever chapter it lands on, I go through the affirmations that are in that chapter along with reading parts that I highlighted that, you know, just resonated with me so much. So the book Creating Money, so, so, so good if you are looking to shift your mindset really around anything, not just money, but around healing, you know, life, relationships, all the things. Um, I could literally (laughs) go on and on about that book. Um, so I'll definitely save that for a different episode. Um, and then of course the fifth thing, learning about money with Tori with her first hundred K and the financial feminist podcast was huge. Um, if you listen to my previous episode, I talk about how it has helped me so much and she has taught me more about money in her book and her podcast more than anyone, like any person that I have come face to face with. Um, And it's just so, it's crazy that someone who I stumbled upon, I think I found her first on Instagram or TikTok, one of the social media platforms, and um, the reel I saw was just so good. I was like, okay, I actually needed to hear that. I don't remember what the reel or TikTok was, but I remember literally buying her book immediately and I started listening to her podcast and I was like, this is exactly what I needed. So... I just feel like, you know, the universe had it all set up right there. Um, so shifting my mindset around money was actually a huge challenge just due to my upbringing around money. You know, like as a kid, I thought money was scarce, you know, because I really feel like my parents definitely had more than enough in the bank, but they, um, They were extremely, extremely frugal. And I'm not saying being frugal is a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. Like no one should be like mindlessly spending money that they don't have, but it's like, they came from this place of lack, you know? And I feel like when you come from a place of lack, that means no matter how much money you have in the bank, it could be millions of dollars. You're never going to think it's enough. And that's how I viewed money for a very long time, really all, all the way up until, um, fairly recently. And, you know, like I mentioned in my previous uh, podcast episode, I was a huge spender (laughs) in my early twenties when I first moved out right out of college because my parents didn't let me spend money. They were like, okay, you only spend money on food and your shelter Um, and your bills. And that is it. Like you are not allowed to spend money on things that bring you joy. Um, so that really is what caused me to spend so much in my early twenties. And I always think like, okay, if I just had a little more self-control back then, I feel like my money situation would have been, would be so much better than where it is now. But, of course, everything makes sense in hindsight. But, you know, like, I don't think anyone in their early 20s um, is super, super smart about money. Unless you had that financial education, which not everyone had. Um, And I just feel like, you know, we're taught that money is scarce and you have to work super, super hard for it. And that's just not the case. Like, of course, you're going to think that if someone tells you, like, yeah, money is hard to make. Um and the thing is, like when it comes to money, uh, another podcast I have been listening to is called uh, Manifestation Babe, um, and Catherine, who is the podcast host, she talks so much about manifesting more and more money, and you really do have to shift your mindset. Um, and listening to that podcast and just hearing like her perspective on things is what really helped me release any blocks around money and making more money. So I will tag her in the description of this podcast as well. Um, I just, I love the perspective that she has and I've learned that, you know, we can have as much money as we want and all we have to do is believe that we're deserving of it. You know, if we constantly tell ourselves that, we don't deserve X, Y, Z, or we don't deserve this much money or earning a certain amount of money is unattainable. And it's a crazy thought. Then we've already determined the outcome. You know, it's just like healing. If you're constantly making excuses as to why you can't heal or how it's too much time or too much money and that you can't heal because X, Y, Z, you've already determined your destiny. So the thing is like, Once I adopted this abundant mindset and started to release any and all limiting beliefs and blocks that were standing in my way, that's when things started to change for me. So when you come from an abundant mindset, you start to learn to be so grateful for what you have instead of focusing on things that you don't have, aka lack. You know, I'm extremely grateful that I have a roof over my head, a cozy bed to sleep in, Comfy clothes, um, funds to still eat healthy, nourishing foods and heal my body, um, a body that is healing every single day, an AC that works on a dime, a water heater, etc. Like These are all things that we take for granted at times, and I really had to return to this abundant state of mind in order to manifest more in my life. Um, when I started coming from this abundance mindset, I really started to see how much my parents come from a lack mindset. Like, nothing is ever good enough. Always needing more and never seeing how far you've come and what you have. Like, gratitude is so, so important no matter how much or how little you have. And the universe always, always responds to gratitude. And the more gratitude you express, the more the universe will give you because it sees how grateful you are with what you have. Whereas if you're always coming from a place of lack and not being grateful, you actually repel what you want because you aren't grateful for what you already have. So the thing is like some of the most richest people in the world are actually the most disconnected from themselves. Like these are people who make millions of dollars a year. Um, Clearly like in, in times of economic, economical crises, they're not having to worry about money, but because they are so disconnected from themselves and they don't come from an abundant mindset, they're always going to feel like they need more, no matter how much they have. Like most of these people that I'm talking about, they could end world hunger and they would still be millionaires and billionaires. So I think it's so important, like no matter how much or how little you have, when it, whether it's with money or with anything, it's so important to express gratitude. Because if you're not coming from a place of gratitude, like here's the thing, like any energy that you put out into the universe, it's just going to come right back to you. So of course, when you put gratitude into the universe, the universe is going to bless you with so much more. If you put lack into the universe, you repel what you actually want. So being abundant with money and knowing that, okay, I have more than enough for myself and believing that I deserve more money is what has helped me shift my mindset around my financials. So Catherine Zinkina over at Manifestation Babe taught me this when listening to her podcast. So Here's another thing that I have learned. So every single day, I would wake up and express gratitude for everything I have. So some, something that my naturopath actually told me to express every single morning um, and say these affirmations out loud. I have certainty. I have everything I need. I am living in abundance. Money is always finding its way to me. I repeated these affirmations out loud every single day. And notice how those affirmations don't say, I will be rich or I will have an abundant life. Here's the thing, your consciousness doesn't know the difference between tomorrow or 10, 20 years from now. So when you affirm that you already have what you want, it finds you, even if you don't have it right now. So whether that's your dream job, money, or whatever it is at this current moment. So when I shifted my mindset, On all of these things. That's when I really started to see a shift. Things started to change for me for the better. I was in a better mood most days. I felt like I had purpose. I knew that the universe would never let me fall flat on my face. I knew the universe would not let certain events happen without having something better in store for me. So really tuning into myself being in alignment with myself first was so important in order to have the things that I manifested happen to me. So this was by no means easy at all. Like this required consistency and remaining in an abundant mindset because the universe responds to the energy that you put out and lots and lots and lots of patience. That's another thing too. I feel like a lot of people think manifesting means Like, okay, you want something like say you want a brand new car and you just kind of hope that it falls from the sky, which is not how manifestation works. So if you want a brand new car, you have to work for it. You have to stay consistent and know that everything that you are doing every single day is working towards getting you that new car. So staying consistent with my affirmations and just being in this state of gratitude and abundant mindset is ultimately what led me to receiving a job offer that was more than what I could could have ever asked for. And it just offered me so much more than what I thought was possible. A big part in manifesting and just healing my relationship with money was just leaving some stuff up to the universe because I know the universe would never fail me. And this was super challenging too because of course the thing is when it comes to money, like, we we got bills to pay every single month. So it is challenging to, you know, to, like, leave it up to the unknown. And it there's always, like, this what if. Like, okay, what if this happens? Um, what if the worst case scenario happens? And the thing is, like, it is so natural for us to automatically jump to the worst case scenario. I really had to rewire my my brain to... Instead, jump to the best case scenario because like I said, the universe responds to energy. Whatever energy you put out, if you put fear out into the universe, then the universe is going to repel what it is that you actually want. But when you put confidence in the universe, you put gratitude, you're coming from this place of abundance, the universe sees that. And that's when magic essentially happens. Like that's when the universe starts blessing you with things that you never thought was possible. And the thing is I fear the unknown for the longest time. And I just feel like the universe will put you in situations where you have no choice, but to face your fear. And that's exactly what happened. Like I'm still learning so much about myself and my financials. Um, how to heal more, you know, how to do a better job of all of that. But at the end of the day, like, I know that anything is possible because of my mindset. And this is absolutely possible for you too, if you are in a similar situation. All right. And that wraps up this podcast episode. I hope you found all of these things helpful. I hope you enjoyed this part two of just, I guess like the financial series, (laughs) um, Like I said earlier, like these are things that I have learned throughout my healing journey. And of course, I want to share it with you because it has helped me so, so much. I feel like we're always healing from something, you know, whether it is our health, you know, chronic symptoms, um, healing emotionally, healing from like money traumas. Um, I feel like all of these things are tied together. In some way shape or form and I feel like when you start to leave things up to the universe like you are specific in what you want and you let the universe do its magic like incredible things start to happen um but yeah if there is anything on any of these topics that I talked about or really just any topic that you want me to talk more about you can send me an email at healingwavespodcast at gmail.com I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode Um, and just how it was beneficial for you. And this podcast is now available everywhere on all podcast platforms. So make sure that you are following the healing waves podcast, Instagram page, where you can stay updated on content and any other updates. Thank you so much for being here on this journey with me. I would not be where I am today without you and your support. So thank you seriously from the bottom of my heart, much love to you. And I will see you in the next episode.